0: to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and uh, today we've got friend of the show and uh, wide band gap semiconductor luminary, Alex Lido. And, uh, well, I'm really glad to have you back on the show, Alex. Welcome. Hey, thanks very much. Well, you rocked. You rocked when you had the last trade show I saw you at. You had everything from LiDAR solutions to... <laughs> source to one volt, point to load solutions, satellite. I mean, GAN's arrived. I mean, it's not even, we're, we're, we're so far beyond what is a wide gap semiconductor and what's the difference between the, the types. We're finally getting to the nitty-gritty of what it can do and the, we're seeing the design in. It's a really exciting time to be out there.
1: Yeah, it really is. I think we we are just crossing the tipping point here with uh, with Gan versus silicon in the power arena, uh, and it's just taken off. Uh, revenues are taking off, and uh, the number of applications that are out there in the in the uh, consumers' hands are taking off.
0: Well, and that's and that's the thing is we're finally seeing what it can do, as opposed to the promise. And I was wondering, did you have? I would love to hear some anecdotes. I would love to hear some examples of some of the the cool stuff that's going out there because of course I'm encouraging our audience to go look at our video PSE TV page because Alex is on there with some very, very good demos but I'm hoping Alex you can explain for us some of the things that you're doing that's really cool that you can really make it live for our audience all right. Yeah. So you know, I think one of the things that's
1: been around and promised for years and just, you know, it's always next year, always next year is wireless charging uh, and wireless power. Uh, and I think that, that 2016 really was the, the takeoff point, in particular mid-year at Computex in Taiwan. There were about 20 companies exhibiting um, air fuel alliance uh, and uh, multi-mode systems that uh, are ready or already in consumers' hands, particular uh, companies like Dell, uh, they showed their new uh, notebook computer with air fuel charging capability. Uh, LG has a phone with air fuel, uh, and also we introduced a, a new multi-mode uh, reference design. And, and um, both Semtech, Neosen and HP use multi-mode systems. So we're seeing a real takeoff on that. And uh, my prediction is that in the next, uh, I'd say five to ten years, we'll start seeing wireless power. Actually, starting to eliminate the power cords in our home uh, and nobody likes a power cord so that's going to be a good thing. Oh, no, you I
0: know, agree I, with you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Alex. Ahead.
1: No, that's, that's okay. Uh, you know, I think that there's so many applications out. We could be on this all day long. Uh, and uh, another really good one, I think everybody's starting to see these uh, these autonomous cars, at least uh, on their Twitter feeds and uh, on Facebook, but uh, they're actually on the streets and they all use LiDAR. And all the LiDAR systems use our EGAN FETs, our gallium nitride transistors, are the, the best way to generate a very fast 3D image. And now that's being picked up by these augmented reality people, uh, making aug- augmented reality systems to generate the 3D awareness that you need for augmented reality.
0: Well, you know, and Alex, I think that you touched on a very nice point, because one of the things I'm fond of saying is if you show a bunch of engineers the technology, you're going to see applications that you didn't think of, And I remember seeing the first augmented reality demo back in, like, 2005 at the Sony Research Center, and they're like, what do we do with this technology? And you hit the nail right on the head. I think you need the complete interface. You can't just see, you know, I mean, this Pokemon Go thing is, like, all well and good, but that's not even the tip of the iceberg. That's the snow landing on the iceberg. Real augmented reality, real immersive applications, real enhanced reality, I think, is the future. And what you're doing, I, is, is that LiDAR demo blew me away. Well, I think Pokemon Go is a very important
1: uh, lesson for, for the augmented reality world. It really brought it into the public consciousness. It's just, a, like you said, the snowflake on top of the iceberg in terms of capability and what augmented reality can do. But it intrigues so many people that their ears are going to be open, they'll be, become early adopters as opposed to late adopters when, when new systems come out. Uh, and I really do think it's, it's a bit of a watershed uh, in terms of the augmented reality uh, awareness in the world.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with you there, Alex, because... The beautiful part about it is is that people are going to want to push the envelope, and as you said, you have to have the other feedback loop. You have to have devices that can observe the gestures, see where people are looking, see how they're moving, and make that a complete circle of integration.
1: Exactly. And and LiDAR is is probably the most efficient way to do that uh, in in a, uh, like a a HoloLens or, you know, Google Tango or, uh, you know, Magic Leap, all those systems. You know, LiDAR is a very efficient way of generating that 3D uh, awareness.
0: Very nice. Now, so Alex, are there some other application spaces that are not quite there, but you see right around the corner? Because, I mean, when you talk about wide band gap, the, the, the... It's a completely open field, but obviously some hills are easier to climb than others.
1: So, you know, power MOSFETs, silicon-based power MOSFETs have a $15 billion market. Uh, and uh, GAN devices are just barely scratching the surface on that. Uh, and the largest chunks of those markets are, you know, power supplies for computers and telecom gear. Uh, and we are right now just seeing the um, the beginning of massive adoption of GAN in high-end power supplies for servers uh, and uh, telecom gear. That's finally – yeah,
0: go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I- well, actually, I was just going to simply – follow on with that because it, it that's the next big thing, right? Because you have to have the infrastructure in order to have the Internet of Things. And to have all of these smart devices, the infrastructure's got to be bulletproof.
1: and And it has to be energy efficient. So we're seeing these Huge, um, you know, deep learning um, server farms that have ten thousand or even a hundred thousand servers in them, and uh, they're constrained by the power consumption and the heat elimination from those uh, really dense packed server farms. So there is now a premium placed on efficient power conversion, and that's where Gan comes in because it can really save. And, and we just uh, did a, a long story on that: fifteen to twenty-five percent of the energy used in a in a server today can be saved by GAN. So I think that we're, we're now seeing that, that adoption go on. We've uh, crossed price points that are important. We have demonstrated reliability of our products that exceeds those of Power MOSFETs. Uh, and some of the big names are now just putting it into their, into their servers.
0: Well, and, and and that's something, when you say big names, that's something I would like to bring and uh, let you elaborate for our audience, because the whole issue of big names, advancing new technologies, that means that you have to have really good partnerships between the companies with the IT and the companies with the market.
1: Certainly, you do. Uh, And um, also, you need to find the big names that are the teacher customers, the ones that will show the world what the future looks like. Uh, And I think that in the world of servers, whereas we cannot identify individual customers, because that's under NDA, uh, we can say that the early adopters are those customers that are, um, they build servers for their own use, big cloud Mm -hmm. Mm and deep learning systems.
0: That makes a lot of sense because the people who are doing it for themselves will be willing to push the envelope to get the performance that they want to get the advantage over their competition. Exactly. Exactly. So, so Alex, um, servers, Internet of Things, LIDAR, are there some, I mean, and again, like I said, we're talking all over the, the map because there are so many places to go in. But what about some of the stuff with the smart grid? What about some of this stuff in the big, big infrastructure stuff? You know, the big
1: infrastructure stuff is is naturally far more conservative. It tends to be higher power and higher voltage. And I really think that that's where you're seeing infiltration of silicon carbide right now. Uh, it's a, ah. another wideband gap semiconductor, uh, and it's very, very good for very high-power, high-voltage applications, uh, and th- that will really be another revolution, one that I'm not mm-hmm. the most qualified person to talk about, folks.
0: You know, and, and, and that's one of the things I love about you, Alex, is that a lot of pundits will just blather on, but you always tell me what you know, and you leave it with stuff that's on the edges, because... You don't want to, and I no, I just, I'm, I realize I'm not saying it well, but I, I like the fact that you're a visionary, but you're grounded. Thank you. You know, and then having said that, I have one last thing to say, and that's automotive.
1: And, and automotive of course, yeah. is a big deal. Big deal for gangs. Very big deal. Uh, yeah, we, should, uh, be our fir- we should be getting our. We should be certifying our first product in December uh, mm-hmm. for the automotive world. It's a big opportunity um, to to just lay out some of the applications in the short to medium term for cars. Uh, certainly, lidar is a big deal, not just for autonomous driving and um, autopilot, but general sensing. Uh, you can eliminate all of the R- exterior sensors in the car uh, with exactly. lidar and uh, uh, yeah. wireless power in a car. We, we want to we have our cell phones continue to charge even though we're using our cell phones now for the infotainment in our car. Um, Class D audio in cars. Uh, there's a whole step up in quality you can get from GAN. Um, it, better headlamps. Um, it, it goes on and on. There's
0: just a hundred applications in cars that we're working on right now. And I agree with you completely. And Alex, I, I may have asked you this in the past, but I'm going to ask you for the record. I always ask this of my wide band gap friends. When are we going to see a wide band gap, pure Class A power amplifier, if nothing but to show what you can do with it?
1: Well, you know, why do Class A when you can do Class D? <laughs> and, and I think that that's, that that's true. You know, Panasonic uh, reinvigorated their Technics line of, uh, of uh, audio equipment uh, because of our EGAN FETs, and you can look in their brochure and their high-end technics use our EGAN FETs uh, at very high frequency because they can create a more pure lower noise sound than they can with a class A or class AB amplifier. So their highest end systems use our GAN and now they're rolling it down to their lower end systems, uh, but it is superior now.
0: Well, and, and, and I, hate, I, I, I actually am hating to hear you say that because you're right. The higher switching, because the thing is, the purest to say any switching, but in reality, once you get to those switching frequencies, it's inaudible.
1: Yep. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you go into the to the you know megahertz range, you can actually recreate sound, you know, in the 70 and 80 kilohertz range, which is even beyond the class A.
0: Yes. Yet. But, you know, like I said, it's just it's just the, the gadget head in me that just would like to see, you know, that mountain climbs. I used to own a Sumo 9 Plus 65-watt continuous. You could heat your room with it. Mm-hmm.
1: You now know, you I can, can th- get kilowatt amplifiers that you can uh, put in the palm of your hand and have the same
0: or better quality. And and, and and that's where I have to grudgingly acknowledge you're right. The new wave is the new the new school is better than the old school, and I, I'm I'm slowly and yeah. grudgingly uh, heading in that direction. Other than <laughs> other than that, I mean, <laughs> you're always ahead of the curve, Alex. I don't know. This is a weird, weird perturbation for you. <laughs> well, no, don't forget, I come from high end audio, so it's just the old the old old. High-end audio guy in me, like in the background, rattling his chains in my subconscious. <laughs> so, but Alex, having said all of that, is there anything that you can like tempt us on horizons and cool application-based stuff? Yeah, it depends on your definition of cool. But I
1: think uh, a lot of these uh, satellites and space missions are pretty cool. I think the uh, colonoscopy pill that's uh, just about to get certified in Europe is pretty cool because you can eliminate the uh, the uh, colonoscopy's traditional stick up the hoo ha. Just taking a pill and uh, getting wirelessly transmitted uh, to a, a patch on your back. The entire uh, high-resolution colonoscopy without any pre-purging. That, I think, is a is a very major change in lifestyle for some of us older guys.
0: Oh, yeah, I just hit 55 myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for medical technology to catch up with all of the things I have to worry about so I don't have to worry about it.
1: Well, you, you live in Germany, so you get to use this pill before the U.S. The U.S. is about a year away. I think the EU approval is just a couple of months
0: away. Oh, really? that's very cool. That's very cool, Alex. So, we could talk all day, and I love having you on the show, and you're not getting away easy. I'm bringing you back. But unfortunately... It's a podcast, and we're running out of time. But before I let you go, as you know, I always let my guests have the last word. So a little bit more about the company, some more about GAN, or just a tip for our audience. But the floor is yours. Well, oh, thank you. Uh, you know, I think that, that gallium nitride has been
1: around. We've been in production for six and a half years, and we're now seeing lots of companies come into this with very good product. Uh, GAN Systems, Navitas, Texas Instruments, uh, they, they all have product that's either getting ready for for customers or in production and uh, you know initially they're they're really not competition they're spreading the word again which is what we're here for is to, to crush silicon with GAN and we'll talk in five years and see who who's still standing among those competitors but for now we're seeing the consumer being the winner in
0: this whole game yeah, and That's the beautiful thing, Alex. At the end of the day, that's what it's important about. Absolutely, Alex. Again, I love having you on the show. If I could, I'd make you my co-host, but I know you're busy, man. <laughs> but uh, well, Alex, thank it's you always so fun much. To talk to you. It's always All right, fun talking to you. There you go, Alex. Okay. You have a great day. And I'd like to thank the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Power Systems Design. Have a great day.